Uh, hey guys, and welcome to uh, another episode of Throllers. I'm joined here today with Chris Ronalds and Darren Stay Smith. How you doing, boys? Sensationally. Yeah, really good. Thanks for asking. Why are you so sensational, Chris? Uh, it's a glorious day, and I jagged 13 at league day. Oof, 13 over? 13 oh, down. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is that hot? Anyone, anyone close to that? Nope. Uh, a few nines. A few nines. Nine's pretty good. We do like that. Who's got the nine? Aiden and uh, Dazzo. Dazzo on the nine. I That's did. not so bad. A couple bogues. Could have been a little bit better. But um, hard to chase down a 13. So um, how'd you feel about your round? Uh, yeah, I'd reckon I'd have to go check, but I, I'd like to think 13 might be a social day record. Mm. I just went and looked at uh, UDIS to see if it, how close it was to the course record. There is definitely some sketchy behavior going on on UDISC. I just discovered a 15 down <laughs> by young Sven. So I'm assuming probably about 15 mulligans in that 15 yeah, down. Yeah, I don't know about uh, Come on, Sven. I'll have to talk to him about that. <laughs> no, that's Congrats right. on your record, Sven. <laughs> uh, what else we got? In uh, Division B, Eames is leading with leg three. Um, couple guys that could uh, come close to that in the Arvo, but that, yeah, that might end up holding up. Um, any wild Div X's this week? No. No. Uh, no no mystery men and women coming out of the woodwork. Ryan Deere did not make it to the west side. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, what about uh, in Group A? Is anyone going to come challenge your 13? Uh, uh, see, Callum's just rocked up. Um... And Cal's in Div B, so he, he's the one that might be a good threat for Easy. Uh, definitely Amesy. Div Div B bagger for sure. <laughs> well, Sven's in Div One, and he's here today, and he's that he's got a deck fifteen, so he'll probably definitely roll you. Should oh, he's going to easily roll me. Should do it easy. Yeah, <laughs> should do it easy. No, it's all right. Yeah, it was a good day. We'll have to keep tabs on that and uh, see how we go. Stoyer's a, a sneaky one, but I, I got a pretty strong feeling that they might hold up. So, well done. What I liked about League Day is how smooth the CTP scenario is. Um, so, Melbourne's gone real digital age, and now we just have to click a link and put it in. Um, and everyone in the stands, everyone has the link saved, and it's just working really well. Yeah, saves pen and paper, saves the trees, so it's going really well. <laughs> nice. I love it. Love it. Um, Dazza. Hi. Uh, so I missed out on the six hour long council meeting the other day. Um, yeah, I, but I heard we got some good news. Were you, uh, you, you in on that? Yeah, I listened to every minute of that council meeting. Um, riveting stuff. It was fun listening to them argue with each other about, um, a lot of different things. Not argue, but yeah, debate and heated at times. <laughs> uh, they've all got passion and that's good in counselors, I guess, but... <laughs> The good news to come out of it is a new, officially a new course will be going in Melbourne in the next few months. Yeah, yeah boy! Yeah. That's, That's what we that. like to hear. Final final sign off on cost, I guess it is. Uh, so on the budget approval and all that. So it's uh, it's been well received by the community and it is 100% going in. Lovely. What, um, we probably don't have a time frame then. It's uh, Nothing official. Council yeah. moves a little bit slowly in that. Uh, but at the same time, like the hardest part's over now. Um, cool. I think last time when we did Bald Hill with the same council, they churned out the course in like six weeks oh. from from about now. So I'm hoping because if Bicentennial is even closer, more ready I think than Bald Hill was at that time. So I think it should be ideally a couple months at the most, and we're playing. So give us a teaser. Tell us a little bit about the course. Yeah. So I personally think it might be the most fun course to play in Melbourne once it's done. Mm. Here we go. Scoop, big, hot big, scoop. Big call, I know. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything, a little bit of undulating elevation, 
Uh, it'll be fun. It won't be quite as long, I don't think, maybe as Ball Hill is. So fitting, fitting more into that like stony and new roughy kind of distances. Um, but yeah, lots of trees, lots of lots of sort of pin tree forest shots. You're gonna have to shape shots through. So there's not gonna be any up and over scenarios. It's gonna be straight through lots of trees. Um, and yes, yeah, some really beautiful holes. So. Cool. No up and over. That's a little uh, yeah, sad. Yeah, no tomahawks right. are going to be ruled out. I'll make sure of it <laughs> when we put the tees in. <laughs> no, it'll say on the tee side, yeah. no tommies allowed. Yeah. I might even make them all left-handed as well, just, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that only works when guys don't have forehands. No, well, that's very exciting. I can't wait. Uh, can't wait to get to the ground and we can have a crack at it. Yeah, yeah. So if if all goes to plan, I'm hoping we might have a tournament there, like in this calendar year. That'd Lovely. Be, that'd be the goal. So might be a be a re reinvigoration of the frost toss potentially nice in the back of my mind maybe august or september so beautiful well that sounds really good and count me in yeah done um what else we got we got uh the two captains for the very i don't want to say secretive but it's not exactly out there battle of the burps yeah. Um, what? What? Uh, tell our listeners. What am I talking about? What's the battle of the burps? Yeah. Well, this this has come about. Matt. It's actually Maddie Maddie Farina Fazzle Dazzle's brainchild. Uh, he, Affectionately known as Buckets. Buckets. <laughs> buckets. Yeah. Uh, he he didn't know that we used to play like the Westgate Cup against Geelong and get toweled every time. Um, <laughs> Absolutely but, pants. Yeah. Every time. So um, what we've decided to do is is um. Do the, essentially do a Westgate Cup, but keep it keep it in house. So at least someone wins from Melbourne <laughs> on the weekend. Um, and yeah, Smart. It's, it's basically Westgate Bridge is a divide, and it's uh, East versus West. So nice. And so your captain of the um, what are we calling that East Side Boys? East Side, yeah, yeah. So and then Chris is captain of the West West Side Trolls. Uh, yeah. Trolls. Yeah, we uh, got some merch coming in um, that <laughs> no. looks janky as. Um, so that's fitting. Um, and yeah, obviously, I think it's fair to say Westside going in as underdogs. Um, obviously, you know, with governments, the East Side gets all the funding. Um, <laughs> we'll plan to keep it that way. As well. And they are, they definitely have all the facilities. But uh, Westside used to be an underdog, so we'll bring it. We'll fight. Um, looking forward to it. And how uh, how's it all going down? What's uh, what's the format looking for it? Uh, so yeah, we've got each team's going to have eleven players uh, on the day. We're going to play five singles matches and then three doubles matches so that makes the 11 players cool um each team's got a one at least one woman minimum uh and at least one 40 plus player um i think melbourne's or east side's carrying about four 40 plus players mm. we just thought we'd give you a chance that way but, <laughs> um, it helps that they're all guns yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no slouches but um yeah it should be fun so if if anyone's keen to come and spectate that's going to be on April 1st at the first in installment will be at Bald Hill. So Yeah, so Eastside get uh, home ground advantage to start off with, mm. but I guess moving forward, um, similar to the way we used to do Westgate Cup, we might, um, you know, uh, swap over who who's the uh, host club. Are you going to stick with the Westgate Cup tradition and do it every three, four years, or I mean, we're going to try to... No, this, this one came together really fortuitously and easily. Um, you take Geelong out of the equation, all of a sudden things happen. That's strange. Um, okay. Yeah, it was really hard to get them pinned down because if they were missing one single player out of their top nine, they would never do it. <laughs> Even though they've got seventeen good players. Yeah. Eighteen yeah. good players. Nah, you got to win by hundred strokes. You can't, so you can't chance can't it. You yeah. can't chance it. 
So. Now it sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. I've got to uh, work on my putts or maybe just uh, move across the bridge. Yeah. I'm not sure because yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get a gig. At the moment, this, so. Alan might be a caddy. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's on the list. Hey, I brought a hot three down here today at the social day, which is good for about ninth and out of vision. That, yep. um, how does that not get me a slide? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, no comment at this stage. <laughs> What about you, Chris? Who's uh, uh, who, who's hot for your um, your side? So I'm keeping a close eye on a couple of the new Melton crew. Obviously, we've got the new course out in Melton, and there's a couple of chaps uh, here today repping. I think one of them might have uh, tied with you, mm. and so it could be a good matchup, uh, young Penn. So Hal's on our team. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> um, matchup against Ellen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we also had um, we also had um, yeah a couple of players on our team not play so well today. So we're pretty we're pretty glad that it's at Bald Hill actually. We're at, um, yeah Bald Hill Sharks for sure. <laughs> nice, sounds good. Cool. All right, well, we know Daz has got a scoot. He's uh, got some parental duties to um, head off to. But I uh, appreciate your time, Daz. Thanks, thanks for the chat. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Peace. Bye bye. Close the door quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, bit of disc golf just happened on the weekend Chris uh, were you around the uh, Vegas challenge uh, yeah definitely um, we've got a bit of a tipping comp going and so and I think there's over 500 bucks up for grabs so I think it'll be across most of the pro tour events this year what about yourself uh, yeah I might actually be in that tipping comp so um, I was also uh, <laughs> avidly watching over the weekend and I uh, might have snuck a little uh, a little watch of the last couple of holes in while while I was uh, hard at work on the Monday uh, and your guy, Ezra, was it Ezra or wasn't it? Ezra, yeah, yeah. Came in with a 10.74. Big. Uh, jagged a second. That's huge in our tipping comp. I love it. I was watching um, him absolutely tear it up, but then just getting taken, taken, taken. But still, he was going to finish, like, worst off seventh place. And then, at the end, everyone just lost their mind and was like, I need to eagle every single hole. And they turned into bogeys. And then Ezra, bang, bang. second place. Yes, please. Bang. Um, yeah, I went for Barella myself, and uh, he came in with a sub-1,000 rated round to yeah. finish. Uh, was lead card all weekend, obviously, and then came in eighth. Still not bad, but um, did hurt me, not going to lie. No, nah, definitely not bad. Again, any top 10 is uh, going to be good. He, he, he's the kind of guy that could just finish 40th easily as well, so... Um, not too bad. Any other cool little stories you saw from... Uh, uh... Sexton, scraped through for to keep the cash streak alive. Yeah. That's important. Um, so that's cool. We can keep watching that all season. Uh, Nico LaCastro is back at it, and he shot pretty hot. Uh, finished top 20. Uh, yep. Gannon Burr, the kid that's getting sued. <laughs> um, he had an up-and-down one. Um, not sure where he finished in the end, um, but had a, some good rounds and had some bad rounds for sure. Yeah, Probably got a little yeah, bit on his got, plate. Yeah, he got to 30th. Him and uh, Eagle with Brody Smith. But, yeah. yeah, pretty tight. Like, it's, it's getting hard to figure out who's going to be uh, who's going to be good gone are the days when Paul just won by 10 strokes and, and we move on it's uh, um, yeah good type battles which is good to see really 100%, enjoying that. 100% while we're on Vegas um, I've got a new segment for the podcast love it so obviously we've got a huge social media presence <laughs> massive uh, um, I reckon we're at least at 20 followers <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to check in with um, our highest rated follower and at the moment our highest rated uh, follower is a household name Elijah Bickle yep alright a 10-13 rated golfer big. if you don't mind big um, played Vegas 
All right, so let's uh, let's see how he went. Um, Our man had to be top 20. Oh, thereabouts. 88. 88, oh no. 88. <laughs> That's all right. right. We'll back him in for the for the next one. What's his next tourney? Um, look, upcoming events. Um, he's going to go to Waco, so he might be. On, I imagine he's on tour. So, nice. um, we'll, I know he's listening. So, um, <laughs> Elijah, just uh, get it done uh, at Waco, mate. We're we'll, we're right behind you. Sounds good. And if you want to uh, get your name shout out, you just got to be rated higher than uh, Elijah and and follow our follow our socials. But simple recipe. Exactly. <laughs> um, the women's division was, uh, oh, I don't know, it was closer in the end than what it sort of seemed like it was. Katrina Allen just went whack from the start, and it just seemed like she was going to be uncatchable. Bit of a rough final round, but you're so far ahead, it just it didn't even matter. Yeah, you can't turn in at that point. Yeah, so without um, Paige and Tatar, I think she's just like, well, this is who's beating me. Yeah. And it turns out absolutely no one. It's a yeah. In hindsight, twenty twenty, it would have been a smart tip for our tipping comp. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all right. Um, speaking of the women, though, I had uh, something popped up in uh, one of our little group chats from uh, good friend Oscar Felberg, and uh, he, <laughs> he was trying to figure out what the uh, the differences in strokes, I guess, would be between uh, a doubles round where. On Scoggins does all the putting for Evelina. Yep. Uh, and and, <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah, vice versa. And if on du- and then if Evelina does all the putting for on drives. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? What's our swing? What's the differential? Like, yeah. Let's even like just put it on a put it on Stony. Yeah. All right. I reckon I'll put this out on socials, but I'm gonna say my nearest pin. I think. 36 shots. <laughs> 36 shots. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. And it'll be an 18 under and an 18 over. <laughs> I think. Because, oh, uh, stiff. <laughs> <laughs> That's real stiff. It had me thinking, though, um, what else would be good little combos? So uh, if anyone is actually listening and wants to hit us up, do it on our um, Instagram page and let us know your, your combo that might have a bigger difference between uh, <laughs> between different swing than that um, even some local stuff um, I'm trying to figure out uh, who we can pair Jacob up with it's <laughs> we'll do Jacob's driving um, but get rid of his trash boy firebird parts <laughs> firebird <laughs> maybe Hardy because they're on a similar level Hardy Hardy's been putting well lately yeah, maybe if we could just let uh, Mark Hardy take over for the putting for Jacob um I reckon he could turn into actually a pretty good disc golfer. Hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, let us know if uh, if you've got any uh, any ones you guys can think of at home. Um, what other tournaments should we talk about? What about the one with the world's longest name? <laughs> What's that? The ILT Southern Smash 2023 New Zealand National Disc Golf Championships, powered by Innova Discs. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongues, and we don't even know what ILT is. No. There's another three words they could have used there. I don't know. No idea. ILT. It must be some big New Zealand, I don't know, clothing brand or something. I can't even think of a good joke for it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, So that is the New Zealand Nationals, right? Must be. Yeah. I love that. There's always a few Aussies that head over. Nowhere near as many as should, but um, I've been playing for 10 years and I tell myself almost every year that I'll head over and then, um, well, I'm here. 
Because uh, <laughs> that's going on right now, isn't it? It is, it is. Uh, and there's definitely some Aussies repping, and there's some doing real well. Uh, who we got? So uh, the one that obviously has to uh, get the first shout-out is definitely Cassie. Uh, they're into round two of the three-round event, six holes in. Um, and Cassie currently holds a seven-stroke lead in FPO. Big. Huge. Yeah, we like that. Um, I happen to see uh, Cassie's good friend as well, um, Alex, Alexandra Williams. She uh, She's only had the one round so far. They're not going yet. But, uh, yeah, two down, um, which gives her a one-stroke lead in the FA1 division. But the two down was a 934 rated. That's yeah. very good. A hundred points above her rating. <laughs> Big. Big. So she's up and about. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can keep that alive. Um, I saw Bruce McNaughton's out there as well because, of course, he's out there. Um, he's he's not having his best round, but he's got lots to uh, lots to come back with. The the man's got talent. Um, and what about MP40? MP40 we spoke about this last week. Vinny still up and about. Yeah, uh, nine holes into round two. Yeah. Uh, currently also a seven-stroke lead. Oh. Yep. Um, yeah, and sitting seven down. Uh, his first round rated nine eight eight. So, um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's hot. He's gonna he's gonna be very hard for any of the other Australians to uh, to top this year in the MP40. Might be a, a runaway already at the, at the start of the year. Good starts. Mm. Um, I see another familiar name, but not an Aussie. Uh, Nate Perkins. Must have made the trip over. So he's doing well in the MPO division. He's, uh, well, three strokes off the lead, but in third place. Uh, Ethan Stout, which I don't know. Ethan Stout, I've heard of Levi Stout, um, who's like a 12-year-old superstar. I think he's got to be the the best young kid in the Southern Hemisphere. Sorry, guys, but yep. um, the kid slings. Is he 1,000 rated? Uh, yeah, I'll, let's have a look, actually. Levi Stout didn't have a great uh, first round, but, yeah, he is a 1,000-rated golfer. And his brother's leading the tourney. So, um, yeah, the family's doing a bit. Um, yeah, no, so that's cool. That'll be one to keep an eye on for the rest of the weekend. Um, for but sure. last weekend we had the uh, Sizzler on. We spoke about oh, that at, um, on Thursday. How'd our tips go? Uh, no, I reckon. I reckon my Smokey did a good Smokey job. I reckon he did a good yeah. Did he not? Job. Yeah, Leith. Yeah, yeah. He finished twelve down, uh, which got him into fifth place. Look out! Um, my guy really let me down. Pele, Pele Carlson. Um, yeah, seven down, finished in eighth place. But uh, it really, really was only a four horse race. So Jade Brady and Austin D'Alessandro, the two locals. Uh, with Luke Bain and Dave Perry were just gapping everybody, like a huge gap between fourth and fifth. Um, I'm seeing a tie at the top, Jade Brady and Austin D'Alessandro. Yeah, so um, wild scenes. Uh, looking forward to gatekeeper media. Don't want to. I know some people are really passionate about their post-produced coverage and don't want spoilers. Um, but I believe some hectic things happen on hole 18. Um, to, uh, to force the tie and they have to go to a playoff I'm not, and I'm not even sure if it was a one hole playoff two or three I'm not even sure um, but I, I can't wait to see that on Gatekeeper Media which is pretty exciting for Australian disc golf yeah for sure Yeah, I looked at the uh, live scores after the round or just the, the whole scores and yeah the last five holes were wild They uh, this will make for some entertaining 
vision, I'm sure, because, uh, yeah, a lot of lot of big swings. Uh, but, yeah, Dave Perry, our highest-placed uh, Victorian in the MPO with uh, fourth place uh, right behind Bainey. And then, yeah, like I said, just daylight between him and the rest. Uh, Paddy Robinson played pretty good in 10th. He's, he's rounding into some pretty good form. Um, and Mikey Hare, though, uh, I gave him a shout-out um, just for popping up to MA1 because I was like, oh, yeah, he's, I've seen he's gotten better. Jeez, has he gotten better. Um, crushed the MA1 field by five strokes. So six down, um, <laughs> yeah, 977 rated and 930 rated uh, rounds. Um, yeah, five strokes better than second place. And uh, my boy... Prit, who I, I don't know, last week I thought the stupid course was in New South Wales or something. I was calling him a local, but yeah, um, but he came pretty good. He got into third, but um, yeah, Mikey Hare, <laughs> not even close. So, uh, good job, Mikey, and well, watch out everyone else in MA1. Uh, yeah, and hopefully, kids, yeah, and hopefully, legit. yeah, hopefully stays in MA1. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Huss was really cool. Did you see Huss was playing MA40? I did see that. Yeah, so I um, I think I heard that just because they didn't have any FPOs, uh, instead of playing on a division of her own, she just thought, oh, I'll go mix it up with uh, some of the stalwarts of the game. And um, yeah, it was cool to see. I don't think she had her best rounds, but um, it was good to see her having a crack like that. A um, couple... Old school guys got it done in that. Albert uh, Munez and Neil Roberts, some some real real low, low ADG numbers, <laughs> real low PDG. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, yeah, four digits for uh, Albert, but <laughs> yeah. Um, not sure. Was there any other Victorians that made the trip that uh, were very notable? Uh, did a did a Phil oh, Morgan? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, Troy. Yeah, no, they, Victorians killed it. What are we talking about? Yeah. Troy Faramon got it done in MA two. Another absolute crushing over second place, uh, averaging nearly nine fifty golf. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Phil got a second, so that's dope. Uh, so we're one two for uh, for the Vic boys. It's good to see that Phil's not letting the prodigy court case get him down. Yeah, he's really just uh, powering through that, and obviously concentrating on the disc golf at hand. So that's really important. Perfect. Uh, and in MA3, we've got another Victorian just touching yes. them up. Yes. Touching them up. Sam Barnett, uh, nine strokes better than second place. So, yeah. damn, Sam, well done. I need a, I actually need to uh, retract a statement from last week. What was that? So, last week, I made the bold statement that um, Bald Hill players uh, are known not to sandbag <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, move up to their correct divisions. Yeah. But, you know, there's an exception to every rule, and it looks like Sam Barnett <laughs> winning by 100 strokes in MA3, which I think stands for intermediate or something. Yeah. Don't even know. Um, he's obviously the exception to that rule. Yeah. He's in the wrong division. But that's we, okay. I think we might need to get up, Sam, but well done on a victory. Uh, and uh, Matty Pearsall taking out uh, the juniors quite handily as well. So, um, yeah, Matty's... Matty's shooting well above his rating. Just seems like every week. I, better and better. I'm having flashbacks. I remember uh, via some group chat, Alan, we um, put the call out, like, if there was a state of origin, like, who would be in the mix? <laughs> and the amount of non-Victorians that think 
they're even close was <laughs> just just crazy. Yeah. And we've just read out Sizzler, and uh, there's just there's not there's no argument to be there's had. No argument. Yeah. No, no, no. The Vicks are getting it done, and, and yeah, until we see a tournament that's probably not in Perth because <laughs> we don't go over there. That's yeah. tough. But uh, until we see another tournament where the Vicks aren't just destroying everyone, then yeah, I, I don't I don't really want to hear it. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I think that's all from uh, last week. Um, but we got uh, two heads coming up. Yeah, we do. We do. Big uh, AT, is it ATR? I know they've got nationals this year. I honestly cannot remember how they do the stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like they got rid of ATs, or I don't know. I don't know how it is. But anyway, it's a um, it's a good tournament. Numbers are way down this year. I think um, the fights were just disgusting. Um, I got in very early, and anyone else who didn't just didn't make it because the, the flights were ridiculously expensive. So, uh, small field, but uh, good quality and the best course, the best course in Australia. So, uh, we're gonna have fun no matter what. My hot tip was gonna be Dazza taking this out, but I've seen a little sneaky Pat Robinson just weasel his his way in. He's definitely uh, had some success at, at Palmina. Yes, so, he has. Um, I think he has to be the front runner there now. Yeah, he'd be my favourite. And then the uh, Craig Sheether, who's uh, another Canadian guy. Uh, he was in the World Teams event and um, a jet. And uh, he's travelling around. I think he's at New Zealand at the moment. He's coming down for this. So um, he's going to be one to watch. But Battle of the Canadians. Yeah, Look like out, that. Daz. Who, who gets the nod, you reckon? Who, uh, Craig? The uh, old man Craig or Dazza? <laughs> I think I think Daz is looking to bounce back from last year. Um, I think a couple of years ago he might have taken it out. Did he not? So definitely. Um, I I'll Daz versus Craig. I'm backing Daz all the way. Me too. Me too. I got Daz in. Um, my division MA1. Uh, my boy Jacob's coming over as well as another and uh, Ryan Michelle, another Victorian. So uh, should be a good little battle there. We just got to take down. Two Tasmanians. It shouldn't be hard. Um, Ed, Ed will crumble. Ed will crumble. Ed, Ed known to crumble. I'll, I'll have a chat with him. Yeah. yeah give, give him a crumble. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Uh, don't know Josiah. So we'll have, we'll have to figure that one out. But um, yeah, not too many Victorians heading over. Tony's coming uh, for MA two. Um, I saw him today, but he might already be there now. I don't know. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritually, yeah, he's Tony could be anywhere. Exactly, <laughs> uh, but that should be a big fun tournament. I don't see your name, Chris. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out until nationals. Yeah, hold out okay. to nationals. I'll get I'll get down there. I just I didn't even I didn't even look at flights. I'm glad to hear they were disgusting. It makes it makes me sleep easier <laughs> at night. I I am obviously super FOMO. Um, easily the best course in the country, and you know I've. Like being the maid of honor there for many many years, you know. I've got a uh, or the bridesmaid, whatever they call it. Um, so congratulations to whoever comes second in my place. <laughs> nice, that's it. I like that. Nah, cool. Now nah, should be good. I'm very much looking forward to it. I think uh, uh, episode three might uh, might do a little sneaky one down there. Um, well, I might do a little sneaky one down there with Daz. So. 100%. And, and Jacoby, get Jacoby. And Jacoby involved. Yes. So we'll do that. And um, yeah, so I'm sure there's going to be another social day next week and there'll be another league we can talk about and there'll be plenty of Melbourne Disc Golf that we can have a bit of chat with. Um, speaking of which, on Thursday I had a chat with um, Ash 
uh, Schwedner. Yes, she did. Because uh, he was running the skins, um, which I hear was a bit of fun. So we had a chat, and um, yeah, we'll play that for you guys uh, in a minute. And um, yeah. Um, cool. Well, fun day, Chris. What fun do you day. Got? Yeah, I'll. Um, yeah, we'll let it go here. Yeah, yeah. Um, peace out. Sounds good. Stay up. I'm here with uh, Ash Wiener. How you doing, Ash? Good, mate. Good. Good to be here. Yourself? Oh, very good. Just uh, polished off uh, the Thursday social round, or not the social round, the league round league at Stony. Round, yeah. Um, how'd you go? Pretty good, actually. I was pretty happy. Plus two, which yeah. is good for me at Stony, and nice. uh, drained all my putts, man. Oh, mate, First time I've come away from here thinking putting was yeah. on point. Beauty. Yeah. How can you be mad at that? 100%. Nice. 100%. How'd you go, mate? Uh, six down, which uh, <laughs> I haven't had all of the ratings, but I think that's just enough to do what I need to yeah. be slightly above rating, so, which is good. Um, my putting also I was very happy with, except for, um, yeah, one hole kind of killed me. Took a double on 17 because it sucks. Uh, <laughs> but if you ask you Sam... Yeah, some fuck, um, sorry. No, I was just saying, some days you play Stony, some days Stony plays exactly. you, Exactly. Yeah. Um, if you ask Honeyman, yeah. apparently you just throw a thumber over the top of everything, get parked, and tap that in. Yeah, so we're sitting here looking at it now from where we're recording, and I can't see how he did it. So, good on you, Honeyman. I don't understand. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no worries. I'm like, no, 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 worries. Like, what? Uh, Chris Scott was hot, too. Yeah, 11 down. I got to watch that box seat. Oh. Man, he was on my card. And David Wood had a neg two. Yeah, oh, uh, In MA4. So he'll be moving up soon. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, story of the day, though, for sure, Tim Ware. 10 Tim down Ware. with a bogue. Bogue on one. Um, yeah, he said his best before this was six. So just, yeah. Tim um, Ware. Well played. Yeah, crushing wow. it. Tim Ware. Yeah. Ware. But, uh, a few good hot scores. Um, but, yeah, those, those ones take the cake, I think. Yeah. Um, so you did something special last weekend, which I missed out on, which is unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> um, skins at Ballarat. What was, uh, what was yeah. the go? Well, look, man, it, it, it was unfortunate you missed out because, honestly, I created the event with you in mind, <laughs> yeah. um, amongst a few others. But, yeah, so watching a lot of big money skins on, uh, and OTV skins on, uh, on YouTube and thought, you know, there's no reason we can't do that. So we went down to Ballarat, so no one really had an advantage, mm. uh, which was great. There's about eight of us, um, 60 bucks in each, mm. $10 skin a hole, and then a bit of money left over for some, uh, for some side bets. Ooh, side um, bets. What are, we, what are we talking about side bets? You can bet on absolutely anything. Mm. So we didn't get too creative, uh, I don't think. Chris Scott, uh, Chris Scott, Mr. Disc Golf, <laughs> um, poor, uh, pushed a few on, on us and sort of would turn around to me and say, five bucks, you don't birdie this hole. <laughs> didn't. Um, but I've got one from uh, from my brother, yeah. uh, Jason, who was on the opposite card to me and hadn't won a skin all day, so the whole card <laughs> bet against him on 16. All the money on you for, for not birdieing uh, whole, whole 17, actually, I think it was. Love that. Um, anyway, he did birdie it. <laughs> drained, a, drained an edge of circle two putt yeah. uh, to take the to take the, the, the pot. And uh, then won every skin from there on, That's so he got on so a so good. Yeah, he was pretty happy, the little fella, coming back to the uh, to the clubhouse. Oh, of course. Yeah. Rooster with his feathers up. I mean, like... <laughs> 100%. I like that. So, uh, besides Jace, who was hot? Hey, look, I found out um, that <laughs> playing skins, all you need to do is have two good holes, which oh, yeah. is what I did. So, I managed to take down with a probably edge of C2 
throw-in. I'll say it's not a putt for me, it's a throw-in. Um, I took a five-hole push, so 50 Oof. bucks in the sky rocket. Yes, please. <laughs> and then managed to take down uh, another three-hole push on oh. hole one. Teeing off last, hole one, tunnel hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, every other bloke on the card threw into an tr- early tree. <laughs> so I said, all I've got to do is put this up the fairway. <laughs> Parked it, 30 bucks, beautiful. Nice. And, uh, the, the other thing we should mention from it is Sam Stoyer. So we had an ace race to get rid of the rest of the money after mm. that round on hole two. And big Sam Stoyer managed to take it in from, uh, well, just in front of the trees we'd pushed up to by then. Oh, he put it in? Yeah, he put oh, it in. So big Sam Stoyer took home a bit of money and look, nice. the big fella was very happy about yeah, it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, there was no kick and dirt <laughs> that day for Sam. Well, that's all right. So Sam's a professional, you're a professional. Anyone yeah. else? Or, uh... Everyone went home with cash. Everyone oh, everyone picked sick. up a skin, which I was happy about. No one got that's skunked. Cool. We had uh, Kerry Edwards on my card, which yeah. we were hoping a skunk, but <laughs> no hope of that whatsoever. <laughs> the old man snuck a couple in. <laughs> oh, he, uh, he's a very wily skins player. He, he came to win money, Kerry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, the skins is uh, very fun format. I really, yeah. um, I really wish I had made it, but... Um, what can I do if I missed out? Mate, I'm glad you asked, Alan. <laughs> um, we've got another one running at Ballarat Look, just before the Vic Open. So weekend mm. before the Vic Open, we're going to run another one. Uh, Beer Money Skins 2. Um, there's invites everywhere on Facebook, but same Can't format. Um, and we're hoping to get a, a heap of people there. Uh, Kyle Herbertson's already so, uh, signed up. Nice. So he's... Ace um, man himself. Yeah, that's it. He's gonna he's gonna try and play in the lowest division he legally can, I imagine. So, um, but Turbo Herb will be there, trying to get uh, a few others down, a few big names down, and really have some blokes battling out for some money. Sounds very good. I will, yeah, I will uh, almost certainly be there, unless I've got another niece's birthday, another family birthday. Uh, <laughs> I, I tell you what, and I'd love to throw out a challenge. I'd love to see some cross Westgate rivalry start. Mm. I'd love to see our blokes playing against the Geelong blokes and. Uh, Really start to get some grudge matches going in. Nah, the Geelong guys don't like fun, so they probably won't come. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. You heard it here. You won't hear it on another disc golf podcast. <laughs> no, <will you>? Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully that sneaks a few down. But yeah. What about Hopefully. Ballarat locals? Did you get any Ballarat locals? Uh, we didn't. Uh, mm. We went and played the league day and tried to suck a few in, but yeah. no, they weren't having any of it. Mm, so, okay. Um, well, yeah, we'll see but, how we can push it. But yeah, week before. Week before Vic oh, Open, good practice. Um, like really that. dial in your upshots and run some putts and see what you're made off. Nice. It's going to be fun. Sounds good. And you'll have some cash to spend at Guff. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice little plug there. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, well, thanks for the chat, mate. Really Pleasure, mate. that. Going to head to the pub for a Palmer after league night. Sounds good. Yeah. Can't go wrong. <laughs>